episode seven for Harvesting the Gospel podcast. Here, yeah, here with me is uh, Jay Murray, as always, the the man, the myth, the legend. So we are in the middle of turkey season. Um, It's I just told Chad, I just told Jay, I was like, man, I was like, it's been a struggle. I was going to tell him all the stories I had from this past couple of weeks, but I was like, man, better save it for the podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. um, nah, so I think, Jay, Jay, you say you haven't had much time to go? I've only been once. I took me and my son in law, we took my grandson, and it just it was a bust. He's mm-hmm. been and killed one, and. But strategies are always lame, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've been. We just hadn't had a lot of luck. Cliff went and killed one, but I think he was more of a running gun deal. He heard mm-hmm. him and <coughs> – excuse me. He heard him and just kind of hunkered down and called him in. So. Yeah. Yep, nope. It's been a uh, it's been a wonderful couple weeks for me. My poor wife, she's been having to deal with it all. Uh, I can probably hear in your voice just how wonderful it's been. Dude, I'm telling you. Y'all can see his face. You'd realize it ain't all about the heat. He's being being smart of it. Man, (laughs) it's been rough, and I've been trying to just – I've literally gotten to the point (laughs) – my my, my wife went with me one time, and we had a bird. I mean, we had two birds, and they were just – we had basically a cut row. Uh, between a bunch of big pines between us. Yeah. And I knew they could come down uh, kind of like, it looks like a T, like a capital T, cut row, and they were going to come down that section. We were coming down the other section. We were just on the other side of that cut row. And <laughs> I, we, we ended up calling, I ended up calling one of them up. Man, he didn't come no closer than 70 yards. He just mm. stuck. He just wanted us to come down there with him. And, and I, I mean, if we would have, mo- I was trying to think of something else, if we would have moved try to get in a better position, maybe we could have made it happen. But he uh, he just stood right there, turned the other way. He gobbled for about 10 minutes, I mean hard, and went the other way. And that morning my, my wife was with me. She was behind me. She was like, gosh, this is so aggravating. And she was like, it's cool, but it's annoying. I was like – I was like, yeah. I said, and this is a joke, but I said, I think, I think Jesus just hates me right now. I think God is, <laughs> I think God is just trying to show me something. But, uh, but no, it's it's been it's been rough. So I actually missed my first bird this past couple of weeks too. Y'all fixing to get my whole my whole horror story here. So I was down by the creek and I, I sat down there. I, I just did a couple cuts and I had this hen like just like cutting at me i was like oh lord i was like and she was coming so i was like all right well let me get the jake out i just literally sat down on my bottom and just had the jake decoy in front of me and she flew down when she was like she actually flew towards me and she uh she just sat there me and her literally i I thought we were having a real conversation i don't know what (laughs) i was saying but she just i mean i was just cutting back with her everything she did i I mimic and this this chick bedded she bedded down she's just like sitting there chilling like 20 yards from me. I was like, okay. I was like, okay, live decoy. Let's get it going. And uh, about 30 minutes went by, another hen starts walking down the creek. I was like, good Lord. I said, we might have something. So she comes in there. She's just, we're just yak, yak, back and forth. And, and then next 30 minutes, I see something strutting down the creek. And he would have a rope mm-hmm. hanging on the ground. And he, uh, he started coming down the creek and, and that hen darted off going towards him. 
and and I like I said, I had a Jake decoy in front of me, just sitting there moving it back and forth. And as soon as that sucker saw, I I did a fighting purr, which I probably shouldn't have done. He probably would have came to me slowly anyways. But I did a fighting purr, and I mean, you thought he was running the hundred yard dash. I mean, that sucker was coming. I started freaking out because I was trying to stick my decoy in the ground, mm -hmm. but below me was a bunch of like bedded straw. So it wouldn't stick in the ground, and I'm like, that sucker is coming. I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm fixing to get hurt right here. And I finally just kind of just shoved it into the ground, kind of moved up and shoved it into some solid dirt. And by that time, man, he was like 10 yards from me. I mean, I was – and I have one of those uh, TSS chokes on, on my gun, and they make the pattern pretty tight when it's, when it's close. I mean, e either any – you know, turkey load is going to be close, you know, 10 yards. But I tried shooting a man, and I just whiffed him. So it's been an awesome. There's been a bunch of other incidents of just <laughs> call. I call him up, man. My buddy went with me one time. My buddy went with me, and he had his glasses on. And he don't, he don't really turkey hunt much, and he's trying to get more into it and experience. And he was actually filming. So he was filming behind me, and he was coming down to cut row, and the bird was gobbling. It was an afternoon hunt. And usually when you have a bird gobbling in the afternoon, it's, it's pretty much he's coming. So he ended up gobbling, 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 and he just started coming down down the cut row towards us. I mean, he was coming a straight shot. And all of a sudden, I was just waiting for him to just clear a bush coming past it, coming to us, and – all of a sudden, he just turned around, said, boop, 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 and then just left off. I was like, I was like, what just happened? I was like, I didn't move. I said, did you? <laughs> now I turned around. My buddy had, so he wore glasses. Yeah. He had his hat turned around backwards, and that sun was beaming on him, son. And I oh, turned wow. around, and I saw the reflection off his glasses. I was like, I can't win for losing, yeah. man. That's all it takes is some little old something. But, yeah. but it, and there I was at that incident, and. I, there was two times I just got impatient and moved positions, and then those turkeys ended up coming where I was in the first place. So I think God is trying to teach. I'm taking this from a spiritual aspect. I think God is trying to teach me patience. <laughs> well, I was about to say, a, a hunter, you know, I've always been told, don't pray for patience because mm -hmm. God's going to give it to you, but it's mm -hmm. going to be through a learning experience. Yeah. For but sure. hunters, for the most time, you don't have to pray for patience. Mm -mm. God's going to teach you. Because yeah. here's the thing, whether it's a bird or a buck or an elk or whatever, mm -hmm. they win every time but one. Mm -hmm. You know, because, uh, I mean, we kill our prey. It ain't like we can catch and release, but they mm -hmm. win every single time except for one. Yep. Kind of like in the weight room. The weight's always going to win. You just add, <laughs> you just keep adding until they win. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's a, it's certainly a character-building sport whether it's deer mm -hmm. or you know fishing hunting whatever mm -hmm. but turkey especially um <clears throat> and they say which i hadn't had the privilege of doing it yet but hunting elk in the ruts about like hunting an 800 000 pound turkey mm -hmm. i heard yeah on. i've heard of that i got tons of friends that do it but i just hadn't been there to, to do the calling side of it yet so yeah because i mean really you don't <laughs> you don't know where they're at you don't you don't know where they're at unless they got unless they talk to you you might come up into a field Try to slowly move around the edge, see if you can bind, you know, use your binos to to spot them. But other than that, it's just kind of, I mean, you just have to 
<laughs> you yeah, just have to I listen was, out. Bad days, bad days. Good days are good days. So. When I learned or was trying to learn how to turkey hunt, because mm-hmm. I didn't have anybody to teach me turkey hunting, I just learned it. And uh, mm-hmm. I was always under the impression you needed to roost them. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, you got to go somewhere. You got to have your own place. You got to yep. go out there, roost them, then come mm-hmm. back the next morning. They'd still be there, but. Mm-hmm. For the most part, and that's, I mean, that's not even Kansas. a guarantee. That's not even a guarantee. Kansas. Yeah, I can hunt with my buddy in Kansas. When we get there, he said they're gonna gobble in that corner over there because they've been gobbling in that corner over there for 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be one over there gobbling mm-hmm. unless me or one of his kids kills it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it's and I, I think just different. Yeah, I think just taking it from a spiritual aspect, and this is 100%. what my wife told me is just. I think he's trying to teach you patience because yeah. not only am I not able to kill a turkey yet. It's also us trying to find a house. We're trying to figure out jobs as of, you know, where we're living. We're trying mm-hmm. to figure out all kinds of different life situations and stuff and money and all that kind of, those kinds of things. And I think taking it from a spiritual aspect of, you know, I'm trying to be patient. I'm That's trying to wait to hear that go- that gobble from that mm-hmm. turkey. Well, when I'm trying to get an answer from God, and this can relate to anybody, when you're trying to get an answer from God, you know you're strong in your faith. You've been, you know, praying about it. Yep. You're not, you're not being, you know, oh God, give me this. You know, yada yada. Not being strong in your faith and yep. actually having faith that He's going to do it, but having faith in God and just saying, God, you know, when it's your time, I'm ready. You know, just tell me what you think I need to do about such and such situation. Yeah. And so I think he's trying to teach me that as well, you know, with our ha- with a house and all different kind of life, um, you know, lifestyle situations. So, um, but that, yeah. That's a good lead in to Matthew 12 and 13 because mm-hmm. Matthew and 12, 13 is just a parable after parable after parable. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and you know, parables are not easy. And mm-hmm. a lot of people use it to interpret it into their points of view, but. In Matthew, they tell you exactly what those parables mean. But, yeah. um, you know, the parable is, yeah, you, you, you spend a lot of energy, time, and mm-hmm. thought trying to figure out what God's trying to teach you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of times us trying to figure it out is trying to impose our will on it. And at right. some point, you know, I've literally seen, I'm not talking about your situation, just mm-hmm. situations in general. I've done it, you know, pray, pray for an answer, pray for this to be fixed or that or squared away or whatever. And then mm-hmm. when you finally come to the point of, you know what, God, I'm going to love you a thousand percent. Everything's going to be okay mm-hmm. regardless of how this turns out. Yeah. Um, then a lot of times, for me, that's mm-hmm. what he's been waiting on. You know, oh, yeah. I, I, I've used this analogy with my kids. You can't say, and and we've all done it. Like I really want this car, mm-hmm. but if the Lord don't work it out, then I must not be meant to have it. But mm-hmm. then spend the rest of your week trying your best to make come up with a way to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You're waiting on God, but you ain't really waiting on God. You're going out there coming up with a contingency mm-hmm. plan in case in, in case God don't make it happen. That's right. Um, kind of you know it's the same way with. I mean yeah, and we. There's not a person that's me and you know or is listening to this or whatever that hadn't prayed for a big deer or a tom turkey or whatever. And mm-hmm. there's people out there that thinks that's frivolous, but I disagree. Right. You know, I pray for parking spots. <laughs> I, I mean, I do. And it's the thing about it is, is we always need to remember that yeah. a parking spot is no harder 
are no easier for God than curing cancer. That's right. He's God. Mm-hmm. There's no heart. There's no scale right. of difficulties. Right. Um, and He can use all that to teach us to make mm-hmm. to be more like Him. You mm-hmm. know. So yeah. But anyway, yeah. yeah. And that actually, you know, when you're talking about the parables, He talks about the uh, sow the seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the so the seeds that fall short that are not going to grow and prosper, which would obviously fall short from the kingdom of God. Right. Yep. Um, he actually says one of the seeds. So if you just see yourself as a seed, for some of y'all who don't know, you know, kind of don't really understand this parable, um, the seed falling among thorns refers to someone who hears the word. But the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. So basically, you know, not necessarily the worldly things, the worldly things are never going to honestly matter to someone who truly loves Jesus who, you know, devotes their life to Jesus, who, and, and I understand there's a lot of times where, and this is where I find out, you know, sometimes it's just it's just tough to just not look at the, the worldly things because, you know, you know, work, school, whatever it may be, revolves around worldly things. And so... I find I find myself in that trap too. I'm like, okay, how am I gonna pay for this? How am I gonna how am I gonna make through you know this test or how yeah. am I gonna make it through this job? Just let God handle it. He He's got a purpose and a reason for that, and it also it kind of makes me think. I know it's just, it's not really a true story, but I'm sure it has been somewhere. But um, do you remember the movie uh, God's Not Dead? Oh yeah. You remember the first the first movie where the guy's like the priest is like he's trying to get the he's trying to get the car to start yeah and he's like had to go through like three different rental companies to finally get a car to start and uh, his buddy's like go ahead and put the bags in the truck or go ahead and put the bags in the car and he's like why it might not start and his buddy's like look you gotta have faith <laughs> God is going to make this car start so let's put the bags into the car. And let's go ahead and get in the car and put our seatbelts and crank it up. And then for sure, after, like, I think it was like two weeks, they yeah. finally got a car to go on their little trip. Well, as they were going on their little trip, they were – it was raining, and the atheist professor that was getting in the arguments with the kid ended up getting ran over by a car. Well, so it just so happened that priest was there. Yep. And that priest was able to bring that professor to Jesus. Yep. So that I mean, God works in so many ways that we don't, we will never be able to understand every single thing. I mean, you got to think about the way God designed the earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, just of how things work. Literally, just, I mean, just the every the anatomy. I mean, the human body itself a way it digests the way it you know just functions i mean it literally i mean that's why we call him the great creator because everything 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 works to good for his glory that's right and together i said to good but Mm -hmm. and that's what romans 120 right you got it on our logo is you know Mm -hmm. through all things and mysterious works but basically through nature if you Mm -hmm. if you look at everything around you from your body to the leaves to the wind to the Mm -hmm. seas to these animals we hunting, 
God created it all. There's no excuse for you not to believe in him. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you might not be able to speak as eloquently as, you know, somebody somewhere. There's uh, there's millions and billions of unreached people in this world. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it. Our church sends out pastors. But Romans one twenty says there's no excuse not to know there is a creator. Mm-hmm. So, but, but anyway, that, but, and it's, you, you mentioned the, the parable of the sower, um, mm-hmm. which is the farmer. And mm-hmm. like you said, uh, kind of a base knowledge on that or a quick summarization of that parable that's, it's about a farmer who goes out and sows seeds. Well, some of them fall on the path, and the birds eat them up. They don't have any soil or any roots. And then mm-hmm. some of them fall in the shallow soil, and it, as soon as the sun comes up, they sprout, and then they wither because they don't mm-hmm. have any roots. Mm-hmm. Then the thorns choke out another set, and then mm-hmm. there's another set that falls on fertile ground. Mm, that's right. um, the, fi- the ones, like you just said, the ones that the ones that I, the, I most take the heart in that mm-hmm. are... The ones that fall into shallow soil, mm-hmm. Jesus, they say, Matthew writes it down, mm-hmm. that they explain that parable, meaning you can love Jesus and believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. but if you don't have any roots to your faith, the mm-hmm. first time something comes against you, it falls away. That's, That's right. the seeds that fell into shallow soil. Mm-hmm. And then the other is what I want to be and what I, saw, I want us all to be is that fertile ground where we produce Right. Hundreds, a hundred times our bounty, you know, or crop is, but I think it says sixty to a hundred times more than, um, you know. And there's another parable in there about when they plant a crop and then the weeds, the other enemy sows weeds amongst mm-hmm. it, and you have to wait until they're matured and get the weeds out. But right, that's yeah. A, but he explains all these parables. So if you're wondering what we're talking about, look it up, Matthew twelve and thirteen, and just kind of you can read it and get. I mean, nobody. Certainly not us wants you to take our word for anything. I want you to do the research. We just try yeah. to um, convey how we feel about it. But in, right. And, of course, keep it in line with hunting. And all this mm-hmm. is with hunting. I mean, you know, we could say the same thing. We could compare it to a food plot if we wanted to mm-hmm. instead of a farmer, but it's the same thing. But but moreover is the goal. You know, the That's goal right. is, is to um, harvest. Mm-hmm. We want to harvest through the gospel we want to harvest some souls for the kingdom we want to be fishers of men but yeah i guess we more hunters of men but this either way (laughs) i did go fishing this week catch about 20 bass so i guess we fishing there you go (laughs) ain't nothing wrong with that no i'm jealous yeah yeah we uh there there's definitely god puts you on this earth for a purpose and that 100 that purpose is to make disciples and to glorify him and so in one day one day none of this stuff is going to matter this podcast i mean this podcast matter because obviously we're hoping yeah we're hoping uh you know somebody is able to help grow in their walk with this but i mean really none of nothing on earth will matter yeah none of these big bucks these turkeys no i always i always get my head i'm like god please let me be able to hunt in heaven like and i and I, i catch myself i'm like wait that's not the reason for it. I'm, I'm going to be so busy worshiping you, loving you. Yeah. I'm not even going to think about hunting. And I just, you know, I just try to, anytime I talk to anybody, especially, you know, just trying to, meet when me and my wife are talking, I, we just both have to remind ourselves of like, look, we're going to get through this. This is, trust me, this is, that we have better things coming. So, um, but yeah, yeah, if you only put your energy towards, I mean, you have to put energy mm-hmm. towards your life, especially you younger folks and building a life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I told you that's not too long ago, you, you, you think it's rough and busy, and you're going to have you a couple kids running around your ankles, one going to the ball field, one going to gymnastics, and, mm-hmm. and uh, in-laws and grandparents and cousins, and you're going to say, dang, I wish all I had to worry about was that dang school and that job. But, <laughs> but, it, but nobody ever – that doesn't lessen your burden at the time. We're still right. all overwhelmed. And if, but – if we realize the only thing that matters is the things that have eternal implications, mm-hmm. um, it does make it a lot easier. Because, I mean, you know, I, I fret and worry. Heck, I didn't, I was late to this podcast, and I was like, dang, i got to hurry, i got to hurry, i got to hurry. <laughs> but then you're just like, why are we putting so much stress on ourselves just to meet yeah. a timetable that's set by this world? I mean, I don't want to inconvenience you, but at other time, I'm, oh, it's yeah. important stuff. And it's like you said about – it was a movie where they – the preacher showed up at the perfect time. God's uh-huh. time is always perfect. That's but right. What I've learned, and I'm not good at it, but I've learned that I pray for him to order my steps. So if mm-hmm. I'm late, fuss at him. If mm-hmm. you got a problem with it, I mean, I don't, I'm never late anywhere mm-hmm. I go, but I deal with Medicare and I deal with seniors, and sometimes I do show up to the house late, but, you know, you just never know. You never know what that means. That means you missed a wreck, you stopped and were able to help somebody, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But, uh, yeah, I think the most misleading um, asset that people has today that makes them – I think this is what makes a lot of people fall short, all honestly. And I think it's that they want to trust in God. They want to, you know, say, hey, God, when it's your time, it's your time. But we're in a generation now that's – you got knowledge at your fingertips right now. right now I mean if you want to know something Google it if you want to I mean if you're wanting to know something I mean go go open up your computer and I think that's where a lot of people are kind of they're like I want to know now I want to know what I mean you want food you can go order it. You can go get it. You have somebody deliver it to you. You yeah, can have it now. Get us some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. I but, ain't had time to eat today. I'm so busy. <laughs> hey, I ain't. All I was a uh, sausage egg. Here's the thing, and I, I hopefully you remember this. And I, I, I'll say I saw it coming, but maybe I, a better analogy, a better statement is that mm-hmm. God placed it in me mm-hmm. that I saw it coming when you were in 13. Mm-hmm. And you were getting fussed out about your phone and wasn't <laughs> bringing your Bible, not you, but the whole class. Right, you know, you right. know, you remember these days, yeah. right? So I have ever since that time period of my life, because I never fussed at that. Now, I don't want you on Facebook when mm-hmm. you're supposed to be in Bible study, but I preach to a lot of kids since then. And mm-hmm. I always tell them, if you got a question and it's that knowledge of the Bible is just as readily available as pornography or anything exactly. else. Exactly. If you want to know what, how God feels about something or mm-hmm. how you should be looking at something theologically, Google it. Now, the only thing you need is an adult to mm-hmm. help you know which one to go to, Bible right. Gateway, Bible.org, right. those different ones. Um, but you don't have to go in here and decipher this parable, especially mm-hmm. as a child or even as yeah. a non-believer. Non-believers... Mm-hmm. You know, they're immature in the, in the word, not right. in life, but so Google it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the thing is, is that this world, there's no, we have not come up with anything original. We didn't create anything original. God created everything you can think of, whether it's violence, sex, whatever. He meant it for beautiful stuff, yep. not violence. Violence is only for protection. That's right. Um, 
And I got a whole men's ministry that I, mm-hmm. a message I'm going to preach about violence. Cause mm-hmm. You can't have a military and then preach that everybody that's violence is going to hell. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to protect our family and our country, right. blah, blah, blah. But, um, but at the same time, we get caught up like Jesus scolded them Pharisees, mm-hmm. us older folks. We're like, you don't need that phone, blah, blah, blah. That phone can be an awesome tool if you use it the right way. And that's you and right. I have some very personal conversations mm-hmm. about Look at this. Mm-hmm. Stay away from this. That's right. You know? And to pretend like the potential's not there for either one of them, mm-hmm. it, it, you're just failing your children as far as I'm concerned. If I'm speaking to any parents out there, mm-hmm. you have to be aware. I mean, this, the days of not using your phone is gone. Them are so far gone. Yeah, and, and Jay, I don't know if you do TikTok or not. I you don't. seem like a TikTok kind of guy. I do. <laughs> no. I'm actually the guy that's uh, standing on the steps screaming, no TikTok, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, but man, but, like, so TikTok, I don't know if you know what TikTok is. I know what it is. It's, yeah. yeah, so. It's China. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. And, you don't want me to get into politics, you say. Well, listen. But yeah, go this, ahead. Like, TikTok itself, like, if you ain't careful, you can find, and me and a bunch of the, the college guys, you know, at Connection talked about this before. Oh, yeah. If you ain't careful, that TikTok will pop up something that you ain't supposed to be looking at. I mean, you could be you. I mean, it it just comes comes out of nowhere. And if you like look at it for two seconds, oh, it's fit to pop up a lot more often. Like it's like you are gonna have to block that thing, or you are gonna have to like just, just quickly swipe. And I, but also too, when I look at TikTok, like I can tell like a lot more of like like christian content like loving jesus mm-hmm. you know scripture like knowledge stuff about john piper will pop up on my tiktok like that's the stuff like i'm yeah that's that's, that's stuff that i'm able to kind of use and i know a lot of people say you know i don't know we got any tiktok haters out there it sounds like jay's one because he says something about china <laughs> but and it probably is that's true who owns it. <laughs> it's probably is true but i i do know that it can't you know, just you saying, you know, our phones can be used for good. And oh, yeah. that's, you know, that's one, because it does help me grow of making me take into deeper thought of, yeah. man, should I, sh- I should probably, you know, be better at this today. Yeah. And so, um, but, but yeah. Well, and, and, and understand this, because, mm-hmm. and I did just, I actually shared something the other day that's kind of contradictory of my position of it. My position, I'm not a person who gets locked up in my own opinions. I can change my opinion tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It's going to be changed on facts, not Mm -hmm. emotions. That's Uh, right. TikTok, the only thing I dislike about TikTok more than Facebook or Mm -hmm. Instagram or any of them is that it is owned by China. And they do get free access to our data. And they hate us. Mm -hmm. So... That I don't believe in giving anybody free access to my home if they hate my guts that's and my right. family. But that's right. that's got that's got nothing to do with theology as far as I'm concerned. Oh, that's yeah. laws and government, and our government's as crooked as it can possibly be, yeah. all of them. Poly means many. It's a Latin word. It means mm-hmm. many. And ticks are blood-sucking animals. Yep. So that's politics. It's a bunch of blood-sucking animals, period, yep. in the sentence. They don't belong in this in this the uh, in this podcast anyway, but and I think and you know I said that about Facebook yeah. way back when. Uh-huh. Uh, it can be used for good. Everything you can think of. The TV is horrible for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, they was like, 
I was pre-Beavis and Butthead and all, and they mm-hmm. was like, it's brain rot. It mm-hmm. just makes you look stupid. Now they say it about SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. We, as a as a civilization, are making our kids dumber by mm-hmm. not feeding them correct information, you know. But And, that, yeah, that's the reason, that's too, just, of why – because I honestly deleted TikTok for that same reason. Yeah. I said, you know, I'm not giving China my information. Yeah. But I'm trying to start basically our harvesting the gospel. I'm yep. trying to get content on there as well, exactly. and I'm yep. trying to get some podcast, like some some uh, clips of our podcast on there. Because let's face it, the kids ain't gonna More put it, the, see it, yeah. the kids ain't gonna put it down. They're, no, they're, unless they ban it, it ain't going nowhere. And not. if if they're not gonna put it down, we might as well try our our dang hardest to put something up there that's worth you know for well, them to watch. I agree a hundred percent. And it's different than me and you having mm-hmm. a harvesting the gospel page putting content mm-hmm. and us putting our personal experiences, yeah. our personal demographics. But yeah. anyway, that's um. But no, I I mean. It's it's just social media, and yeah. you can say it about whatever. I very seldom log on to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Every time I log on to Instagram, I see a elk, a deer, a fish, mm-hmm. and then a half naked woman. Yep. And then I'm like, where did that come from? Yep. And and then and Tammy, so then Tammy gets mad at you. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, my wife knows I ain't looking at them. Oh like, yeah. But it's just like I, I, I mean, and my grandkid. Especially Kellen, he has my phone as much as I do. Yeah, that's not a, that he's that's looking a, at anything. Right. But I I would never pop anything up for him to look at. That's, yeah, that's inappropriate. But it just and, yeah, and here's the thing. I mean, you know, even Facebook Marketplace, mm-hmm. you just looking through there for a boat, a trolling motor, whatever. It's gonna have an ad for Viagra. Yeah, it's just. Uh, it's, I mean, they. But. Here's the thing. When I was a child, you ride down the road, mm-hmm. they had cinemas, movie theaters that was nothing but pornography. Mm-hmm. And they'd, they advertise it. Mm-hmm. You ride down the interstate, they got strip joints. There's mm-hmm. always going, the devil's always going to keep trash yeah. out in front of you. No, it's never going to leave. And that's where you have to stand firm yeah, from, exactly. by the word. I mean, you have to seek guidance from Jesus and yeah. understand, like, you're going to have these times where the devil's going to, if he's not, if he's not coming at you, you you, you ain't, you ain't doing right. it right. right. If you you headed in the wrong direction, if the devil ain't trying to turn right. Around. So I I I've kind of gotten to the point where if something like that pops up, I kind of just laugh. I'm like, yeah. boy, devil, you must think I'm stupid. And that's where that's the best feeling in the world. Yeah, he's just taking he's just taking the cheap shots, the easy oh, shots yeah. in. And yeah, so um, and I think and I think too, Jay, I think too, uh, I think we need to. I think one podcast we need to talk about what's going on in the world today, and my, and my personal just of all the, and I ain't gonna get too much into it now, but like all the LGBTQ whatever it is, everything like that of yeah. what you know me and you think that God's perspective well, is. God on says it. it in the Word, right? Exactly. So, I mean, it's in the Word, and like, I yeah. listen. I got family, friends, and all that's gay or whatever. Same here, and. And and I love them to death. Mm-hmm. Just don't ask me if the Bible says it's a sin. Right. You don't need to ask me if I think anything's a sin because mm-hmm. I don't think nothing's a sin that God didn't say was a sin. Right. But you know, everybody sins. Everybody falls short. You can't live in sin. If right. you love the Lord, you'll want to leave your sin. But you know, we don't. It's just 
I've never put myself on the throne. Just don't mm-hmm. ask me to define sin for you because I'll just read you what it says in the book. Exactly, and they but don't, they don't want to hear that. What they're trying to do with these agendas and, and these, these different laws that we're making up, and the problem is you say it in the world. Mm-hmm. The world's been bad, and they have some loose morals. Right. But we are jumping, we, we leapfrogging them by oh, yeah. making people let their kids have surgery at 12 years old yeah, or chemically castrating kids. Not even yeah. if if you say if you come across the border and you say they just passed that they just proposed that this yesterday. Mm-hmm. If you cross the Mexican border down there and you say you're LBGTQ whatever all it is, um, they don't want to even stop you. It's okay, yeah. you get free access. It's crazy. Yeah, it- but the truth of the matter is. And we'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. It's all about money and power. They do not care about these people anymore. No. They care about me and you. They care about money and power. They care about their votes is all they really care about. Yeah. And I'll look up the statistics. Let's, let's do it on episode eight. But I'll look mm-hmm. up the statistics, and I will prove to you. They lobbied. There's an organization, American Civil Liberties or something. I'll have the correct name. Mm-hmm. They lobbied for same-sex marriage for like 14 years. They was taking in about $14 million a year. Mm. just to lobby for same-sex. As soon as same-sex marriage got, this is all public documented information, as soon as same-sex marriage got legalized, they immediately jumped to LBGTQ transgender rights. Now they bring in $34 million a year. So not only did they find another cause, they found a cause that bumped them up by about $20-something million a year that they get to take in and spend who they want. I don't even know who they are, but that's Mm. their organization. And they, again... It's like any other corporation. They do not care about you. They care about no. an almighty dollar. Yeah, that's why. And the why. love of money is the root of all evil. Yeah. No wonder why. We don't want to run over too much. But, yeah, but nah. We're, uh, we didn't talk a lot about Matthew uh, 12 and 13, but if you read into them, you'll see that there's a lot of parables. Mm-hmm. The general gist is Jesus makes a... I hate to use the word fool, but he makes fools out of the Pharisees and the legalistic mm-hmm. folks that are trying to day, bash he, him. He ro- and then they plot to kill him. Roasts but them, son. He I also, gotta read that. I gotta if read you that. read the explanation <laughs> of the parables, yeah. um, it also explains to you what mm-hmm. your faith is and how, you know, mm-hmm. just... Y'all just take a look at it because we didn't. Uh, we don't ever want to be the sole source anyway. Yeah. Just take a look at it. Yeah. No. The the twelve. The twelve. I just got to miss that part, man, because he just like full out roasts the the high priest. I mean, it's just like. I mean, he's just like, look, you dummies. Like, come on. He's like, why would I? You know, because he's talking about. He's basically talking about. You know. Healing people and the priests are claiming him that he's using demon possess, you know, demon power, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. and Jesus is like, you got to be kidding me, right? Like, so why? If I'm doing that. That means all y'all doing it. Well, I mean, not even that. He's just like, I mean, he just says like, uh, he said, if Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. Yep. Like, if I if I was working a power of demons, why would I drive demons out to help this person yep. for good? And so it's y'all. Y'all really got to read it. It's really good. Um, we'll be in Matthew. Well, actually, yeah, we'll be. In, I think we're going to do Matthew fourteen and fifteen on episode nine. Mm-hmm. Let's hit up. Let's hit up episode eight on getting a little bit political the way Jesus would want us to. Just because yeah. I mean, this is information, man. That we have. Yeah, we kind of have to let people know about yeah, because there's there's 
I mean, there's threats right now against 100%. against Christians. I mean, there. I saw a video the other day. It was literally a trans guy just yeah. saying he's, you know, it's fixing to be a. He's like, it's fixing to be a battle, and we're gonna kill every Christian there is. And yep. that's not to scare anybody, but I just I don't want y'all to be blind to it whenever it comes. Yep. So we we definitely need to talk about we that. We can in the only next call episode. evil what the Lord calls evil. Exactly. Um, and. People, every one of us, until we get the Holy Spirit and know the Lord, we're we're evil people. Even if we don't mm-hmm. think we we might think we're good old folks, but God says you're one or the other. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a bipolar switch, right? You're either good mm-hmm. or you ain't. And the right. only way you can be good is through Jesus' righteousness. And uh, but right. uh, but yeah, I mean, we can certainly do it. And, and again, we'll do it with love. I mean, mm-hmm. we ain't trying to bash no. nobody. And like I said, I, I you know. I, I got family, friends, and everybody else. I love them all, and uh, mm-hmm. but we still have to speak up for what is God would have us to speak up for because there's going to come a day when they don't want us to. Mm-hmm. But that's right. Again, that's right. Anyway, certainly, I'm, I appreciate y'all. Y'all pray for us. We're gonna keep praying for y'all. Yep. So we'll uh, we'll see y'all on uh, episode eight.